0: Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Saturday Mug Chats with Team Hallyu. I think we may be on our sixth episode now, I think if I'm not mistaken. And we can't believe we're already here. We've talked to such great people and we have another very exciting guest for today. Today's episode is entitled Sports, the OG fandom. So of course we would be remiss, you know, we're, we're a fandom-based um, community and we didn't even, and we don't mention the oldest fandom arguably so sports sports has been around for so long before a lot of things have been here so I think now would be the perfect time to introduce our very special guest for tonight so Ruben Amit was born in Cebu City after graduating elementary the family transferred to Manila which gave her more opportunities in the sport as an amateur joining club tournaments. Her father is her biggest influence in taking up billiards. In college, she studied BS in accounting at USD. And after graduating, she tried the corporate route by joining the family business. Also, she had a a short stint as a call center agent, but when news came out that the Sea Games will be held in Manila and that women's billiards will have an event for the first time, she immediately resigned from work to try her luck at representing the country through billiards. She started her professional career in 2005 from then on, she has won several titles and recognitions, one of which is to be named the first Filipina world champion. Some of her other achievements would be eight-time SEA <laughs> C- Games gold medalist, two-time times world 2 world champion, and two-time world mixed doubles champion with the GOAT, Mr. Efren Batereas. So now I will introduce our speaker, our guest for tonight, and our dear friend, Bing Amit. Hi, Bing. How are you?
1: Hi, ladies. Thank you for inviting me on your show, on your sixth episode. Thank you. Uh, and thank you for the very, for those kind words, snacks, <laughs> or, or best friends after this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you.
0: You know, uh You know, Bing and I work together professionally as well for Project Study Asia. So uh, we've gotten to know each other a lot better over the last few months. And I really think that, you know, while I know uh, a good amount, I would say, about Bing as a person, I would super love to know more about Bing as a champion, you know, which he does as her as an athlete. And I think the first question I wanted to ask in our Becoming a Champion segment is, how did you choose billiards as your sport? I think that was the first question we wanted to get at. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, actually, billiards isn't my first sport.
0: Oh. My first
1: sport <laughs> is basketball. <laughs> but as you know, being my friends, <laughs> I'm not that tall. <laughs> so so, right? so, from the uh, when I was, I think, in high school, I can I kind of accepted the fact that I'm not going to grow any taller. So I shifted sports. <laughs> so that's when Uh my dad my dad got got really into uh got really into billiards at that time. I was in high, I was an elementary. And then since it's the same concept, a ball goes into a hole or goes into a hoop. So I got interested in billiards and then uh and I found it really know, uh, it's, it's, it's very complex and, in the, it's it's not boring. It's not a boring sport. So, so there. Uh, that's how I started but it was really the influence of my parents, especially my dad. He was the one who's really pushing me to play billiards. Na parang, it's actually parang most of the parents would ask you not to play billiards because, well, before, it was, it was really, you know, being seen as a vice. Mm. It might get in the way of my studies but, But them supporting me actually helped me, helped me uh, grow in the sport. And uh, they just had one condition, which was to finish school, which I did. So, so then.
0: That's so interesting. And I did know about the basketball story, (laughs) but but I didn't know the other reasons behind why you chose billiards. And you're right. I guess back then, the perception of the sport was completely different to what it is now. And I'm definitely glad that 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 perception changed over time. Um, what made you realize that you wanted to be an athlete? That's
1: a good question.
0: Uh, honestly, it
1: took a while. It took a while before I realized that I wanted to be a, I wanted to be an athlete because I really wanted to go be, uh, the corporate route. I wanted to be a CPA lawyer. Uh, so I took up accountancy, and I wanted to take the board exams, and then after that, uh, study law the, and then take the boards. Uh, that was my plan. But again, my father, my father was the one who really convinced me. I, I even, I even reserved a slot in a review school for the CPA boards, but my dad really discouraged me from from continuing with that. He even bribed me of giving me a car so he told me that oh wow and he, yeah he was like I'll give you a business because at that time our, our uh the business was doing well at that time and then he was like I'll give you a, a business a branch of of what we have like a food business and I'll give you, I'll give you yours and I said no and then when he told me then he gave me a car so I was like okay
2: <laughs> no more no more no more no more CPA lawyer
1: so yeah <laughs> so that's when but but at the time it was just it was just really playing just really playing billiards i i enjoyed it and then but i took it seriously i think only only when i got into the national team because it, because it really felt different being able being given the opportunity to to represent your country it's it's a different level i couldn't explain how how honored and how blessed i am to be to be given that chance
0: you know uh Beng- I don't know how you're like predicting my next question, but literally my next question was, what made you decide to compete in the SEA Games? Like you said, of course, representing the country was a big deal and it is a big deal. Um, But what was that journey like? What was the process of deciding, I want to be a national athlete like for you?
1: I think it was several factors. First of which was the, how to say, the economy of the family <laughs> because at that time when I decided the family was still doing well, the business was doing well. And then, uh, I was also young because, because if I would have been given the opportunity when, uh, at, at my age now, or even, even if I was a guru around thirties, I would have, de- I would have decided differently because I was working at the time and then I had no responsibilities. And I was earning, if I may just an allowance for reference, I was I was earning around siguro, more or less around twenty. So I was I was i happy with that and I didn't have any responsibility. So and then when I joined the national team, my first salary uh, allowance was 4,000 pesos. So parang ako parang. <laughs> What did I get myself into? <laughs> <laughs> but but really it was it was about it was about representing the country, wearing the flag, wearing the flag on your chest. And not everyone, not everyone, be given that opportunity and the pride of being there. And I was just so blessed. I was just so lucky that, uh, in my first stint in my first Sea uh, Games, I had two events and I won both gold. Wow. So I was, I was there. My first, and then you're wearing your jacket with 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 the with the flag and with the, the huge Philippines on your back and then wearing the gold medal. So parang it was it was an experience that looking back, parang, it was a good decision. It may not be the decision that I would be doing or be having like in this in at this age, but at that time it was a perfect decision.
0: <laughs> Timing is really everything, I suppose. Like <laughs> yes, you know, definitely. Definitely. it happened at the definitely. right time. Definitely, definitely. And the
1: support group, if I may make mention, the support group was really there. So yeah.
0: You know it was interesting about, I mean, everything about what you said was interesting. Uh being I but I think one of the most interesting parts for me was it was the community of belonging to a team, you know, belonging, uh, mm-hmm. representing the country and having all that support. And I think I'll um, now would be the time. I'm gonna turn it over to Jen to talk about the OG fandom that is sports. So, Jen. Thanks, Yana. Hi, big. I'm so excited that
2: you're here with us. We're very, very big fans. <laughs> <Thank Yeah. you.
1: laughs>
2: and I think, you know, um because how you does fan based um it's a fan-based approach to um mental wellness. So, I think there may be a lot of similarities between being a sports fan and being a part of the found fandom but before i get into that i wanted to ask you you know it's been we've been through the pandemic you and i have been through the pandemic so yeah i can't believe yeah, it, Almost true. 24 months you know since we started seeing each other three times a week yeah. so what i wanted to ask and i know that um i know that you've begun training again what are you anticipating most for the upcoming cbs My mindset right now is that I'm trying
1: to be realistic about the the situation. I haven't competed in two years. And I'm quite excited. I'm quite excited to represent the country again. But I'm trying to, how do you say that? Manage my expectation. Maybe for the first time. My main goal is just to really enjoy. Just to really enjoy. As as I train, as I go back to training. For two years, honestly, my, my focus hasn't been billiards. My focus has been about protecting the family, being healthy, uh, surviving, well, all of us. Uh, as I begin to train for the SEA Games and uh, for the World Games in July, my focus is just to enjoy because if I may share, me as an athlete, every time I compete, uh, I really have uh, it's really hard for me let say uh, I have a lot of imbalances so every time I compete when I go when I go to bed it's like um it's hard for me to sleep or the anxiety level really high so for for this one I just really want to enjoy I just really want to I just really want to be creative I just want to just have that flow and just to... Just be how I was when I started playing. That's my goal. So then, hopefully, I'd be able to bring home the medal. Hopefully,
2: hopefully, we are cheering you on. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you know, something I wanted to ask because I think, don't correct me if I'm wrong. I played college billiards, but only <laughs> because maha yung break. That was the only reason. So this wasn't like you know, you're level the world champion, but. To a certain extent, playing billiards takes, you know, it's a level of steady. So you mm-hmm. need to be um, very steady when you, you know, I know that we saw videos of you where there's a lot of math involved in it. Mm-hmm. I, I I realized, oh, there's so much calculation that's being done. And, you know, when you, when you need to hit a certain ball, when it needs to go into a certain pocket, I think that's fascinating. And it requires a steady mindset even where you stand how you how you hold the sorry the cue stick right mm-hmm. it you need to be very steady about it so something i wanted to ask you because i think what's the the difference that i see with um, billiards the games um, when i when i watch it on tv is that uh, opposite or contrary to different fandoms when you have a game everybody is so quiet yeah that's the that's the difference that I see. That's because you need to concentrate. It's, it's like you're playing golf. Right? Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. So so you need that quiet. And so I can I can say na that if MB and I watch, so we can't we can't really like be noisy, cheer for you, already take us out, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You'll be outside cheering, outside the venue. If you guys yes.
2: are cheering. So, cheer for you. Big Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so i guess now um i wanted to ask so how do you think being a sports fan is like being a part of any other fandom whether it's um because with us we're big BTS fans I think you know um when they post something we hyperventilate <laughs> yeah so <laughs> yeah so um in terms of being a sports fan and being a How you fan, being a fan of an artist what do you think are the main differences and I guess if we can go into that, what do you think are the opposites? For me honestly uh, I
1: think well it depends on the sport, like you mentioned a while ago, that like in billiards you can't be noisy you can't really be very vocal about expressing your, your your cheering and I think a similarity would be is that you wish your your idol or how, how you want to call it, uh, success or I guess that would be it. It's like you want that person to do well, to do well both. Well, for me, because I'm, I'm really a big fan of Steph Curry, really a big fan of Steph Curry. So I wish him well, um, whether it's in his career or personal life. As to the difference, because I feel that once you're a fan of someone, it's because you're, you're inspired. You're inspired by this person. Like, for example, most of my friends who are also um, ARMY are are very much inspired and very much, um, how do you say this? Uh, touched in... Parang, they could relate. They could relate. Ah, maybe the difference, siguro, maybe the difference between sports fans and non-sports fans would be... Yung, ano, yung yung pagiging relatable like for example if it's non-sports then maybe there's an aspect wherein you could relate you could see yourself and then sports it's really it's it's more of wanting the person to win but also but also up to a certain level you could it's there's a certain and then also when you could relate to that person like for example Haideline who's also our friend Diba? It's also our yeah. friend. With, uh, yeah. So with, with our group also, with our group, we could relate to Hydes, like the struggles that she had. So right now, I couldn't think of any opposite pa. It's more of the similarities pala. At first, I thought it was uh, non-sports was more relatable the more relatable. But no pala. When you really think about it, parang that's why you that's why you're a fan or that's why you're, that's why I idolize his doctor because I can relate to him somehow or, or, and you know, I'm motivated by his actions and his values and his values. So definitely, definitely his values. So I hope, I hope I answered your questions.
2: Yeah, you did. You did. Thank you for that. You know, um, I think something really important that you said was how, you know, in both fandoms, whether it's uh, sports, non-sports, it's about them being able to inspire us to do certain things that um, we admire them for their qualities. And yeah. OK, so now I think this is a good segue. Um, so I can turn you over to MB, who will be talking about sports and mental health. Over to you, MB.
3: Thank you very much, Jen. That was such a good ending to your portion, Jen, that Bing was able to compare and actually emphasize how fandoms in general affect people in their daily lives because, yeah, fandom is part of our life. No? So just for like application's sake, okay, I'd like to ask you, Bing, how did having that sportsman's
1: mentality help you cope with daily life? Me being an athlete is a huge, huge part of how I'm able to. Like, for example, as simple as driving, as simple as driving. When when I do my ano, when I do my my homework, when I meditate, when I do my concentration exercises, I'm able to. I'm able to respond, as opposed to reacting. So, when I'm able to do my homework, it's always a conscious effort do things but you're you're in the moment you're in the present moment we hear we hear this often about being resilient because like uh when i look at my when i look at my achievements okay one page of this and that but really three pages of losing a lot of tournaments before getting this one page of achievements so it really takes a lot of uh how do they say this of being resilient of being resilient for you to be able to, because lalo na a sports and in billiards, it's like, I don't know what the ratio is, but you always, I'm sure that before you win a championship, you've lost a lot of tournaments. More. It's not like, yeah, yeah. the percentage quite no. low. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to discourage those who want to play billiards, but, but really.
3: <laughs> so it's really the intrinsic strength and the
1: deliberate intent that comes with a sportsman. Mm-hmm. Yes. And oh, I believe that nun, the the principles, the principles, the mixed champion, athlete is the same in any in any endeavor. May it be mm-hmm. in sports, may it be in business, may it be in the corporate life. It's mm-hmm. it's the same. It's the same. It's and no shortcut. You really have to put in the work. In the word.
3: Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because I've had patients who are referring, like, they frame their non sports life in terms of the sports where they're fans of. Like, somebody looks at their life course in terms of basketball or like football and so on. So, this really, like, the things that we see from new athletes are really something that fans identify with and introject, so that's actually quite amazing to find that connect that you also do that in your life <laughs> you also translate the things that you use in the sports with your daily life okay. yeah. so my last question is since of course you are um you're a champion okay and you've lived that life for quite some time already and you have fans okay so how does it feel like to be there in that side of the fandom? And how do you, like, how do you view the fandom as a person who
1: is in the center of it? For me, because every time somebody would tell me that I'm a fan, I'd always say, you're a friend. I don't know, I'm just not comfortable with someone not being a fan. I'd always say no, you're a friend or... Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, if, oh, your are friends, oh, my friends. So it's always, I don't know, I'm just not comfortable that being all that. If you're saying I'm, I'm at the center, siguro I'm just not comfortable being in the center. I'd rather na parang, ano, na parang, sige, so you're a fan or a friend of mine. Bakit? So, okay, bakit? It's because, let's say, um, it's because you want to learn, oh, sige. So now more, mas lalo na friends because I know why you're you're a fan. It's because you want to learn. Okay, sige. If you have questions, yeah. just ask me. Then. but yeah, So so yun. yeah. Hindi daw talaga yung parang ah, very. Yung <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't know why. It's a you make it
3: like the unified love for the game that you both yeah. have.
1: Yeah, that's a that good
3: way of putting
1: it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's so nice. But for all fans of the game, actually. It keeps it healthy in a way. No? Mm, I guess like, you could say that. Or maybe mm. ako lang din, I'm not comfortable. Of. <laughs> but I have I have things I have to uh, know <laughs> But I oh, have that's things. That
3: <laughs> yeah. That's how you set your boundary. And that's so fair, because at least the the kind of relationship that you establish with these people is so defined that, oh, okay, we love the game both. So mm. we talk about it.
1: Okay. Yeah. So,
3: yeah. But what about your experience as a fan? The man? Like, you talked about step earlier. Like, so you know how it is to have fans, but you're also a fan. okay How, yeah. how is that uh-huh. different for you?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm more comfortable of being a fan than having... Having fans. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> right now, well Siguro, I let's let's talk about me being a fan of the goat, Efren, Tata Efren, Efren Bata, yes. Reyes. You know, yeah. So when I was in Cebu, uh, of course I uh, I would watch him on TV and then my father and I would fly to Manila to watch his tournaments. So parang i parang uh he's on a pedestal na parang layo, layo layo. And then as I as I competed, as I competed, slowly parang humiliate yung mundo. Parang yung mundo namin. parang, ah that's that's Ephren as you get to see him. There there was a time you get to play against him. And then when I joined the national team, I became teammates with him. And then from teammates, we become, we become friends. And then from friends, uh, we were invited to play in a tournament, in a World Mixed Doubles tournament, wherein I was paired with with Efren, with Tata Efren. You know, I stared at the monitor for like 30 minutes, thinking of how I was when I was a kid when I was 12 years old. And then I think I was, how old was I? Uh, I was 28 at that time when we were invited. So here I am, a 28-year-old uh to be paired with, with my ultimate idol. And then we won the tournament. Imagine that. And then we were invited again two years after. And then we won that again. And the tournament never happened after that. There was no mixed doubles anymore after that. So winning the only two make world mixed doubles right? with your idol. So it was such an experience. And no, to sit beside him, to sit beside him and to see how he thinks, what his mindset is uh, as a champion. Mm-hmm. Like for example, you you, you guys, uh, like to be beside BTS. Just imagine that that's how I, I see. <laughs> I could see their reactions, by the way, because... We're going to just show that the, I were just going to the audio, but I can see them now. And their are expression, so, so oh that's, how that's how I felt. <laughs> Let's not
3: go there. Because we were there <laughs> earlier today, and we were in, we were in danger of fainting. <laughs> no, because um, today, just for context to our listeners, um, today is the day that BTS Kim young or THV on Instagram posted like type anything <laughs> in his story. So you're like, <laughs> I wonder yeah. how many people type <laughs> on it. I'm just really hoping um, <laughs> to, to read one of our messages or like I I don't know. But yeah, we could only imagine. But listening to your story about Efren Bata Reyes and the two of you competing. Actually, the part that I like about it is how you described the slow parang, the slowly decreasing space between the two And finally, you guys want together. Actually, my dad and I watch that on YouTube. And like, oh, this is a good game. Okay, because well actually billiards is one of the few sports that I actually do like watching. <laughs> I like the you know, I, I like the sound of the ball and the, you know, and mm. what do you call that the, the, I don't want to call it a stick. <laughs> cue, cue, stick
1: cue stick. Cue stick. Yeah. Cue stick yeah. for playing cue. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
3: I really like the sound and like the math that goes into it so hard. So, yeah, that was such a fresh take. Somebody in the fandom and then being part of the fandom and then getting to meet the person who's really like, but you call him the goat.
1: <laughs> yeah. The goat, the goat yeah. The yeah. The goat, yeah, the goat of the past. I will share also, Because, huh? like, for example, <laughs> Sidataya friend, I was able to meet him. And quite reachable because we're in the same, we're in the same world, the right? bar. We're both in billiards. Mm-hmm. But like, for example, Steph Curry. Parang, I don't know if I'd ever be in the same area as him. But then then I would parang I think I could relate more to you guys when I think of Steph Curry of me as a fan so parang I do anything I do anything I even thought of my pamangkin of my nephew that I'll dress him like Steph Curry just to get his attention (laughs) and be like can you sign a Sanan jersey or something yeah
0: I mean (laughs) the the,
1: the, the the things that you do just to get the attention of your idol. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, actually. There's a difference in fan uh, fandoming work-related and, like, fandom that's not work-related. Yeah. Because, of course, my line of work, I'm a fan of a lot of people and I would, like, oh my God, faint. Not really faint, but, like, trying to keep my faculties together just to talk to them. About <laughs> so, mm-hmm. like not intellectual. But if I meet BTS, I'm like, I, I, I think they'll say, nah, Yo, you broke her. <laughs> I think it's gonna be that bad. <laughs> but both experiences would be so oh my God, I have no words. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm running around. I'm running away with my thoughts now. Yeah, like talking to Bing is that fun, guys. Listeners, it's that fun. Okay. Composing, <laughs> composing. Okay, so thank you very much, Bing. I, I really like that insight from an insider. Yeah, we really can call you an insider in the sports world. And it's it's really nice to hear from someone in that perspective.
0: So before I ramble on, back to you, Yana. I'm here. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I was also to give context to what Bing was saying that she could see us. We're basically falling all over the place. (laughs) So just to give everyone context that, but before we, you know, wrap up, I can't believe that we've already gone through all of our questions. Like I felt like we had so many and now it's like, we went on so many wonderful, wonderful. And so welcome tangents to the conversation. Um, I was thinking of getting some last thoughts from Jen and MB before we circle back to Bing for some final thoughts. Uh, Jen, would you like to start us off? Sure. Uh, thanks, Sienna. This was such a nice
2: conversation. So, I have a number of takeaways actually from what Bing had shared with us. One, is, one that really um, stood out for me was we have to put in the work, it's the consistency which I think, you know, something that we've been trying with HALU is that we have something that is consistent. That's every week. And I love saying this to the community, to 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 our Wednesday group, that I love having something that is consistent, uncertain in all of the uncertainties that we've had during the pandemic. And because, you know, and now I can, uh, I think I have gotten the, what is it, at the right? Because Bing had said it earlier that we are friends <laughs> more than we are fans. So yes, Bing is my friend. <laughs> yeah, so even with Project study, you know, when we were doing the MWF sessions, it really was the consistency. It has to be uh, scheduled and schedules will save us in all of the uncertainty. Yeah, so thank you, Bing. Thank you for making the time for us. Yeah, and we will cheer you on. We'll cheer you on for the ski games and then for the worlds. We will be there. We'll try to be quiet so you don't kick us out. But yeah, we will be there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jen.
0: I think the more realistic term, Jen, is we will be cheering Bing on from five streets away because we're going to be that noisy. (laughs) Let's just just be real. (laughs) Um, But regardless, we will be, like Jen said, Bing, we will have your back. And we are so excited to see you, um, I was going to say perform, but I guess it is a performance of some sort. See you play again. Um, and I'm sure that you will do great. I wanted to turn it over to MB before closing it off with Bing. Mm-hmm. Okay, before I start with my last thoughts,
3: yes, Bing, we will be shouting, <laughs> go Bing, Emmy! <Abby. laughs> <laughs> from far away okay probably from the comforts of our home so that you will not be embarrassed of your friends okay but you know our hearts are screaming for you okay so my the best way that i have about this is the relationship between the fandom the fan and the center of the fandom is the genuine love of the interest that they share that was so beautifully put and it because of course it's a parasocial relationship, these people actually knew, really don't know everything about you and you don't know everything about them but it's the interface of the game or of the fandom that connects the two of you into such a strong connection and it becomes a community and that's one of the biggest um, the strongest bases of fandom based mental health and um, Thank you for illustrating that for us. And thank you for taking the time. We know that it's kind of late for you and your training and go for that training. Go for the goal. We're rooting for you. Always and forever.
1: If I may just add, because I've been joining you ladies Wednesdays. And what I like about it is that you really dissect, you really dissect the lyrics. You really get, you really try to learn more about about BTS. Uh, if I just may connect it to billiards, it's really about, I don't know, uh, me wanting to learn about billiards also. But the, in the process of me learning about billiards, I learn more about myself. So that's what I like about about the Halley Wednesday. Wednesday, you Wednesday know, uh, sessions is that like you ladies because uh, sometimes I, I also moderate in 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 the breakout rooms and I would see that when when the army uh, ladies would or uh would would share what they know about BTS, about the lyrics, and then when they relate it to their personal lives, it's like it gives it it gives them life. So, somehow, parang ganon din. Billiards for me, it gives me life. Like, when I know more about billiards, especially when I'm in tournaments, I see, I, it's like, my life under a microscope. So, parang ganon So, that's what I like about, about this, of yours. viewers. Uh, like, you Wednesdays, and this, this, uh, show of yours that you're really trying to dissect everything for 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 the listeners also and for the participants for them to to know themselves more actually you know to know ourselves more yeah to learn to learn from everything from other people's experiences you know. so I just wanted to share that
0: that's so nice, Bing. thank you so much for sharing that with us you know we when we were starting how you your support and you being there on Wednesdays really means so much to us. (laughs) We were terrified. But, you know, I think that you being there also to, to learn with us, even if, let's say, you weren't as familiar with BTS, but the fact that you were trying to learn about our fandom really, really, you know, meant so much to us. And I think before we... I go to you one more time for your final thoughts. I just wanted to say that I think one really amazing takeaway that I got from tonight was that you refer to your fans as friends. And for some reason, that's the, that's the type of mentality in a way that BTS also has, I guess, with their fans. It's like they want to create this family, you know, this community of people. Like, no one's better than the other. They're different. And they all, and they all love. But what they do love is they all love the same thing, you know. You and your fans, I, and yes, you do have fans, even if you don't like seeing it. <laughs> um, you and your fans all love billiards. You know, and Jen, uh, MB, myself, and all of our friends that love BTS, like we all share that love for music, for everything they stand for. You know, for their mental health messages. So I think it's that that concept you said of they my friends. It's forming that community, that safe space, and that's really what You stands for. So I think that was like the perfect metaphor to bring things full circle. Um, is there anything you want to say, Bing, before we close off? Uh thank you, thank you, ladies,
1: for for having me on your show. And yeah, I just realized while while you were like um, explaining, uh, Yana, is that we all have roles. Like I'm a fan of Steph Curry, and maybe somebody uh, idolizes me as a player in the same way that you guys are are fans of BTS. Whether you like it or not, you do have you guys also have fans. Like in work or your siblings or ano you know, or so so I guess that it's really the humility also of acknowledging that we do have roles and without the other other person it won't happen this thing won't happen or so it's it's yeah, I don't know if it's making sense but but there it's it's is that we have roles so we do our roles well if we, if we're fans then we're ano. You know, we're like class A fans. So the so, <laughs> we're the best fans, you know. You just can't shout Long Saticsa games store, but yeah.
0: Thanks, Big. You know, I think that's such a great way to end. You know, there will be there's no there's no fandoms without fans and when someone ta, to I was gonna say someone to fan, doesn't make sense. <laughs> someone to idolise. Yeah, so I think that it's a, it's in a way, it's a symbiotic relationship, I suppose. Yeah, there would be no fandom without all of us. You know, one part is not more important than the other. So I think that's a great way of putting it. Um, I can't believe that our time with you is finished. It just feels like we're making it really as usual. Um, But, you know, on behalf of Team Value, Jen, MB, myself, we want to thank you for coming to our podcast. You know, we... We enjoyed so much, as we do every time we talk to you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for your time.
1: You're most welcome, ladies. I enjoy the discussion. So thank you.
0: We always enjoy chatting with you, whether it's about uh I don't know, whether it's about food or friends
1: <laughs> or whatever. Or any crazy things we cannot mention here.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I'm trying to answer <laughs> what's in my brain <laughs> right now. But, Yes, for all of our listeners, you don't have to know about that. (laughs) But I just wanted to say also thank you to everyone who listened to us. I'm sure you guys also, everyone here picked up something amazing from Bing uh, because Bing is an amazing person and we're so lucky to have her with us here. So I just wanted to say have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you so much for taking the time with us. And we'll see you again for our next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Thank you.